0: Welcome to Tech Politics. nothing political podcast where we talk about politics, pop culture, and all that shit that entails. I'm Sly. I'm Ryan. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. So, uh, this week, uh, breaking news again, uh, Trump left the Paris climate uh, deal. Well, and, technically.
1: Or, yeah, technically we haven't We yet. don't he leave it for four will. years. Yeah.
0: Well, he signaled that he's going to do anything. Right. He's speaking about it, so.
2: Yeah. It effectively. Yeah. No, so yeah, you're yeah. right. I, we're being assholes. Yeah. Uh, that's as usual. But
0: um <laughs> So to besides having an episode talking about uh the Paris uh agreement, the climate change that led to it, and uh some of the attitudes that led to Trump's uh unwillingness to join the treaty. Uh so to start us off, let's talk about what climate change actually is. I know a lot of our viewers probably know, but let's Listeners. detail it. Whatever. Dude. Um, <laughs> every every uh, every uh, Podcast usually has, has a term for their audience, like Chapel uh, Trap House calls them Grey Wolves and stuff like that. We're going to call ours the, the
3: viewers. That's, that's <laughs> fine.
2: Falling in Love Montage that, does that a lot too. Yeah, so that's, that's, we're, you guys are the viewers. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. You're viewing the world. Gets You're so actually weird. the
3: listeners. <laughs> it's only Sly that says viewers.
2: It's a fun pet name. So, okay. we We used to call it global warming, now we call it climate change. And basically, it's the it's the idea that due to human actions, the overall temperature of the earth is rising. And the general scientific uh, agreement is that it's due to human beings
1: and human which beings- is which is a uh, which is where the, a lot of the controversy comes from, because there are even climate change deniers who are like, it's happening, but it's not because of us. It's not, because it's
3: not us.
2: man-made. Yeah. Right. Well, that,
0: was, that was the old uh, excuse. Now a lot of them are going full-blown, like, no, it's a Chinese Coke. Well, that's, the, that's like the <laughs> that's Trump That's just brand. what the president says. Yeah. But, like, like a lot of things with, with, uh, with Trump. I do appreciate the refreshing honesty because a lot of people do think that way. But what uh, f- the, the establishment Republicans for a long time were like, yeah, we believe the book, can't really do anything. But no, they, they were like more, more and more coming out of the shell saying so No, you,
3: you always appreciate like the naked discrimination because I hate <laughs> fucking,
0: I hate the fucking uh, <laughs> the milk uh, the, You you have all this, you have all these horrible policies. Like the people who say, "Oh, are we really causing it?" Their actions cause just as so much damage to to uh, our progress as the Trumpians. But they just are able to veneer with uh, fake uh, like credibility, saying, "Oh, I'm smart, but I'm trying to weigh both issues. I'm trying to weigh." No, no, fuck you. You're just another piece of shit. You're just trying to act smart. I think the
1: problem with that mentality, though, is that the for your average person who doesn't know much about this. Being on the fence and saying, well, can we do anything about it? If new evidence comes out that proves it even harder that we are, they, they're easier to sway than the people who are like, no, yeah, but my this argument is, is a just lot... a globalist Chinese yeah, but, conspiracy. But
0: most people, I, I, my argument is most of them don't actually, believe, aren't on the fence. They pretend to be, just to seem like they're unbiased, partial, but they believe the fucking, deep down they don't believe, like if they really believe they will fucking, at least, like the, the fucking argument that I at worst to make the world a better place and improve our environment, like, they, deep down they don't believe they're just trying to pretend to be smart and, and both sides are just as
2: bad and fuck that shit yeah so i'm on Sly's side fuck you phil okay so well, i don't know i don't think you
3: can know all these people but okay <laughs> the strategist for marco rubio said that most republicans do believe in climate change it's just that they're not they have to say they don't
1: oh, sure
2: that's had- that was from
1: that new york times article today Alright, we'll talk about that later. That sounds... What is climate change? Okay, <laughs>
2: so <laughs> well, we already talked about what it is. Let's see some of the evidence for it. So, according to NASA, you know, if you've heard of NASA, <laughs> what's NASA? Globalist
1: scum.
0: <laughs> yeah, they are the F- part- first. They fake the
2: moon landing.
1: Now they fake climate. <laughs>
0: Cross
2: globalists. Yeah. Like, they live across multiple globes. Scum. <laughs> So based on the comparison of atmospheric samples that they found in ice cores and recently through direct measurements they've looked at the carbon dioxide level in the atmosphere from the last 400,000 years and it has never risen never risen above 300 parts per million meaning in a million in a million air molecules 300 of them were carbon dioxide, and it has, there's been seven full cycles of glacial advance and retreat in the last 650,000 years, and so that's one of the big arguments that climate change have. oh, it's just cyclical, like there was the yeah. ice age, and then it got right. warmer, and then it got colder, but the, even though that is true, it is at a totally unprecedented level, so if we look at carbon dioxide, since uh, around 1950, it hit that 300 level, and since then it has gone up past 400. Parts per million, and keep in mind, at in the last five hundred thousand years, the the highest it ever hit was three hundred, and now it's at four hundred.
1: And f- going on with the cycle thing too, a lot of people, uh, the deniers, will say things like, "Well, you know, it's only like projected to only rise like two degrees Celsius or whatever." But it's it's worth noting that the last ice age we had was only four degrees Celsius colder than it is right now yeah. on average in the world, and that is again, it is like. It is much bigger than I think people realize. Four mm-hmm. degrees is enough to have an ice age.
2: Yeah. So some of the other, some of the other evidence that NASA points out is in the last century, the sea level has ro- risen about eight inches overall in the globe. But in the last 20 years, the rate that it has been rising has doubled since the, compared to the rest of the century. So it has been rising steadily over the last hundred years, but it's going so much faster in the last 20. The average temperature, like Phil mentioned the four degrees for the ice age, the average surface temperature since the industrial revolution, which was in the late 1800s, it's risen two degrees. And most of that warming occurred in the past 35 years and 16 of the 17 warmest years in that time period have occurred since 2001. 2016 was the warmest year on record and eight of the 12 months that make up that year were the warmest on record ever for those months. Which is just horrifying. The oceans have warmed, uh about so they've absorbed so the reason why the global increase matters is it's gonna most of the heat is gonna get absorbed by the oceans because oceans heat up slower and retain heat more. So that's why we're gonna see a rise in hurricanes and tsunamis and these kind of things because there's so much more energy in the water. But the top 700 meters have warmed about a third of a degree since 1969, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it is.
0: Isn't it also going to be that uh, the polar ice caps are melting, and that's going to increase the amount of water even more? Yeah, the, so wor- very
2: nice transition to the next bullet, slide. <laughs> <laughs> the ice sheets have shrunk by 100—so, like, Greenland has lost 150 to 250 cubic kilometers, which is 36 to 60 cubic miles— so to put that, that's a mile, like that's a cube with each side is a mile long. And that's 36 to 60 of them just between 2002 and 2006. And Antarctica lost uh, 152 cubic kilometers, which is 36 cubic miles, between 2002 and 2005. The Arctic Sea has rapidly declined. The glaciers has ret- have retreated just about everywhere in the world. And we have seen a huge rise in things like hurricanes. I mean, just like in New York, we've had the worst weather of our lives in the last five to seven years. The oceans are getting 30% more acidic because, Oh, oh yeah. I heard about Yeah. That. Because they're absorbing so much of the carbon dioxide emissions and we're getting, um, I heard even the, even the air
0: eventually will become acidic. Yeah. At some point.
2: Yeah. So all of these things are just terrible, terrible things all caused by carbon emissions. Now, the other thing that I want to do aside from all this evidence is just take Two arguments that I have seen climate change deniers use a lot and talk about why they're totally not true. And one that one of my like libertarian conspiracy theory friends on Facebook.
3: Phil. It's yeah, yeah Phil. <laughs>
2: yeah. You know about, me guys. It's something <laughs> called checking our Donald <laughs> uh, always defending capitalism. Yeah. Huge
3: Ayn Rand fan. Yeah. yeah.
2: So uh, is the what we call the carbon cycle. Have you talked have you do you guys know about the carbon cycle?
1: Yeah. Vaguely, I okay. so. Vaguely.
2: So, it's the idea that they point out that they're like, oh, well, if CO2 causes all of these, all of this thing, how come it's happening now when, like, we've been breathing out carbon dioxide forever? And, like, plants, plants breathe it in, so it's a big deal. Just plant more plants. But the, the reason why that doesn't work is because plants... All the carbon dioxide in our body comes... It's a bi... I'm going to get really science-y for a second, so I apologize, listeners. Fuck, don't don't you apologize you for monster. science.
3: Don't ever apologize no, but on, our, like,
1: on our climate science episode. I know,
2: but I'm going to get like very like, like high school Just science it. Just teacher. do it. Okay, so all of the energy in our body comes from a process called cellular respiration, which occurs in the mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell. And what the <laughs> mitochondria does is it takes in carbon dioxide and... It, well, no, sorry. It takes in oxygen and sugar, and it makes carbon dioxide, water, and energy. And that sugar is in the form of glucose, and we get glucose from our food. And our food always stems from plants. So if you eat meat, those animals you eat come from plants. And if you eat plants, you're eating plants. And they make the sugar through photosynthesis, where they take in carbon dioxide and water and sunlight and turn it into sugar. So all of the carbon dioxide that we breathe out has already been taken out of the air by a plant. So it's carbon neutral. And that's perfect. It, no problem. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> but when you pull up carbon-based fossil fuels from the ground that have been buried for millions of years and you burn them and they release all the carbon, that carbon dioxide was taken out m- millions of years ago. And compounded through lots of different biological structures. So it's no longer carbon neutral. You're pumping in extra carbon dioxide that shouldn't be in the environment. So, like, oh, like, yeah, animals breathe that carbon dioxide, and so do we. But it's the same thing, like, if you pay your bills after you get paid every week, your bank account doesn't increase or decrease as long as it's a balanced amount. It's the same exact idea. So the carbon cycle does not justify f- climate change denying. There's also and,
3: problems with like deforestation. Yeah, as and we in, increasing yeah. like cattle farms and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. as it, it's offsetting the balance there.
0: And also, cattle farms increase methane too. By the way. Yeah, in the, yeah. In the air.
2: So t- to mention the deforestation, like because plants are pulling out carbon dioxide out of the air by getting rid of a lot of plants, like we are, it hurts the it. It obviously decreases the amount of carbon dioxide that's being pulled out of the environment. And I don't know that much about the cattle farm stuff, Daryl. How does that affect?
3: Oh, I don't know too much. (laughs) Uh, Well,
0: well, like uh, like these trees, obviously... uh, What I literally know about is trees, obviously, are what these fucking libertarians are arguing will save us. But uh, (laughs) uh, we get rid of uh, forest land for for farmland because... Oh, okay. uh, It's not even
1: just that, actually. It's like... um, cows you have to raise through their whole life to produce a very small amount of food for a person. Oh, yeah, that's it. And it's like a a UK study was done, not to get preachy here, but in 2014 that said that the... someone who eats red meat two to three times a week ends up producing about double what someone who doesn't eat red meat. In specific, it's red meat. uh, It's because cows are so energy intensive that they, they, they... they're not a... the carbon footprint on them is big plus the methane they release... So it's like chicken and fish produce about um, like one-third of the carbon emission. It's like the carbon footprint is like one-third of what, a, what red meat is. And it's because factory farming has become such a big thing where it used to be 100 years ago that you, you would eat meat maybe once a week, maybe not even that often because families couldn't afford it. Once widespread cattle farming became a thing that people eat, sometimes breakfast, lunch, and dinner are beef. Yeah, um, I find, find it ridiculous. Well, the the amount of cows in the world then has to met, like meet yeah. that demand, so that ah, meat. What? Oh yes, <laughs> M- M- meat. <laughs> um, and I mean, I didn't look up any of the numbers for this, but there are like, if you look up ca- carbon. If food I forms, remember,
3: it was like three point six for someone that didn't eat red meat, and it was like seven point two for someone that yep. did. It yeah. was along those numbers.
1: Yeah, seven, it was seven something for people who eat. Red meat. Three point six for people who don't and then for vegans it's like two point eight or 2. 8,
3: yeah, It might like be that. like three. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: so that's now like that's thanks to uh Phil's uh vegan peaching of uh, I- I'm not a- <laughs> <laughs> uh trying to insert fucking veganism in every episode. I'm not a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> but um uh that's also why people suggest like veganism, like if you want to um, uh a little more sustainable diet, you convert to vegetarian or, or at least
1: reduce meat consumption because it's yeah. one of the biggest these days. Like, yeah, it's good to use less water, use less light, but in the end, one cow being raised for the year is going to offset that already. So, it's like if you can reduce the amount of red meat in particular you eat, you do have a pretty big impact on your carbon footprint.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So, um, one of the so we talk a lot about carbon emissions, but the reason why that heats up the world is cuz what happens is most of the most of the atmosphere is oxygen and nitrogen and that just the way the molecules are structured they're they don't hold on to infrared energy and heat energy from the sun like the way carbon dioxide does so carbon dioxide acts as like a blanket and even though it's such a small percentage of the atmosphere Like we said, 300, 400 parts per million. Even as it skyrockets, it's still really, really small. But it just holds on to the heat a lot more. And what it also does is it it, it amplifies the amount of energy that water vapor holds on to. Because as it heats up, more water evaporates and there's more water in the air. Mm -hmm. And water is actually less dense than air, like water vapor. So it rises to the top and then kind of holds everything in. And when it mixes with the carbon dioxide, it doesn't condense as quickly. So it just like really traps the heat that now keeps, instead of bouncing off into space, it keeps bouncing back and forth between the earth and the atmosphere. And one of the, I've seen this article shared every time someone denies climate change. And it's a Forbes article that's fact-checking the claim of 97% consensus on anthropogenic climate change. And it's this whole long article ...that talks about how that... ...when people say 97% of climate change... uh, ...97% of scientists agree... ...that climate change is caused by humans... ...this article attempts to debunk it... ...but... ...it doesn't really do a good job... ...in my opinion... ...and it kind of just talks about how... like ...it kind of tries to point out all the vagueness... ...in a couple studies that say that... ...but... ...if... ...you actually look through the studies themselves... And PolitiFact did a whole big thing on this idea. And they saw that the more expertise scientists had, the more, the higher the percentage was that they considered climate change man-made. And so, it, it, like, if you ask all scientists, then yeah, that statistic can be misleading. And maybe it's only 91%. Or it's, you know, sometimes it went as low as 75%. But when you look at climate change researchers who are actively publishing their results, meaning they're still researching in today's environment and not just like 20 years ago, then the percentage <laughs> goes up. To, well, that's, that's what happens is like this Forbes article cites a a guy who was a uh, climate change scientist in 2002. Yeah. And w- when you look at ones that are actively... As of like 2010, 2011, actively publishing, it's 97.4%. <laughs> so, you all, know, all you have
0: to really do is look at the fact that um, every almost every single country in the world signed out to the Paris Climate Change Agreement except the U.S. and Nicaragua because it's not far left enough and Syria because they're in a fucking civil war right
1: now. Yeah, uh, but it, like it, this... it's, it's it's a really good point that that a lot of people don't seem to realize. They think that... Every, I, I don't want to be too anti-populist because I think people should make decisions for themselves, obviously, and, and people should run their own. Fascist Phil again, but, <laughs> but one of the problems is people think that they are an expert at everything because they yes. heard something on on TV or something. Yeah. When you, you should all like
2: only trust getting, podcasts, right?
1: The, <laughs> the audacity of someone to go to their doctor and the doctor's like, you have this disease, and you're like, well, I don't see it that way. Like the way I look at the evidence doesn't lead me to believe that. But your doctor probably has spent 40 years in medicine or or more doing this. And the idea that people can just turn on the TV and say, well, the way I – or read an article on the internet and say, well, the way I look at the evidence, it's it's not real. Well, someone who spends their entire life studying environmental science probably has more expertise than you do. So you should – you don't have to listen to everything they say, but in the realm of climate change – you should probably listen especially
3: to that. in something like hard sciences, you usually defer to the scientists themselves the one that sits down and their life is this research rather than you who your life is to get conflicting information about everything and it's a, it's because you're trying to be yeah. balanced
2: And it's a hard cut like as like the evidence is so strong because in a 2013 poll they uh, 1800 meteorologists from the American Meteorological Society, were polls and seventy three percent surveyed felt that humans contributed to global warming. But when you looked at the active publishing climate experts, it jumped to ninety three. That's a twenty percent increase the, when you look the at the devil's expertise.
1: advocate here is that I've heard this one before too, that because climate science is like dogma now, if you don't follow it, you are ostracized from the climate change climate science community. So the scientists who are still on are the ones that are willing to propagate the myth. But the others are pushed out and edged out because they don't they don't conform to the new science religion of climate change.
0: Like
3: those poor flat earthers. Uh oh. you,
0: you, you blame it you blame this on um, populism and the rise of that, but I I I like I, say,
1: I, I, I don't blame them on populism. I'm saying that
0: But I always I, I might I just want to say my top right. My top right. process right is you can always blame two people issues like this, it's either the elites or the or the people. And uh, if you if you're a liberal you see the people are misinformed and um, a lot of them are uneducated. And the whole point of the goal of, uh, of liberalism or whatever leftist ideology is that you're supposed to reach out to these people. But uh, it's still, in my opinion, it's the least that fucked everything up because they uh, encourage people in America to not trust scientific research not, tr- not because yeah. they yeah, have vested yeah, my interest in this.
2: Sure, the sure. last sure. thing that I want to say I know I'm going way long on my chunk of it but the yeah, last thing the last thing i want to say is i've also seen this argument used a lot that i actually started debating somebody today because i was just like uh, let me let me warm up here <laughs> and
3: he, debate me tell me about and he,
2: his point was he's also someone that thinks the mainstream media and the government are constantly lying to us about every single thing but the, except this
3: current administration right
2: <laughs> yeah he, he wasn't a trump guy but his argument was I believe that humans are causing global warming, but I don't believe it's to the extent that they say. And I think that it's like a conspiracy, the cataclysm of it and the like urgency of it is peddled by the left to like get like to hurt businesses or whatever. But the idea that idea to me is so insane because you're saying, I know pollution is hurting us, but I don't think it's bad enough to do something about like, even if climate and that, change wasn't and that real, a real conspiracy. Yeah, well, even if, if climate that, that's, change that's hold, on, but, cons- but hold on, Hold on, because my yeah. question is even if climate change isn't real, which I don't, I, like obviously I'm not a climate change denier, but even if it's not real, shouldn't we be fighting to have less pollution anyway? Well, you see, that's, that's
0: why I fucking hate capitalism, because a lot of <laughs> people, they're, they're like, the markets are more important, the jobs are more important, uh, and like everything is short sighted. So, like, you might, you, you might rationally frame it as. Shouldn't we be helping the environment anyway? Well, his argument is, yeah, but hurting the markets at the expense of, um, uh, the, like that's that isn't how the industrial revolution grew. Like, more, and more pollution, more, and more everything, just so we can have short-term yeah. economic yeah. growth. Yeah, and
1: not, uh, yeah, and uh, it's it's not just short-term though, because it's like the reason the U.S. and Britain are uh, became world powers is because of this. Like, when I say
0: short-term, I mean relatively short-term, because when if the world collapses, uh, okay. the two hundred
1: years of us being on top is not gonna matter at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so how have Republicans dealt with this issue of climate change? So,
2: well, Sly mentioned the elites are the ones that are convincing people to not listen to climate change. How did that yeah. start?
3: All right, a lot of this information is gathered from the uh, New York Times article published on June third, "How GOP Leaders Came to View Climate Change as Fake Science." And our story begins in 2008 with John McCain, in which the Republican nominee ran an ad that said, John McCain stood up to George Bush and sounded the alarm on global warming five years ago. Today, he has a realistic plan to curb greenhouse gases, dot, 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 and protect the environment.
2: This is the same John McCain?
3: If you're thinking to yourself, hold on, that doesn't (laughs) sound like any Republican I know. (laughs) You're not wrong. If... Uh, In July of 2008, a no climate tax pledge was drafted by a group called Americans for Prosperity, which is funded by the Koch brothers. Initially, it didn't gain a lot of traction, but it picked up steam when the House of Representatives passed a cap-and-trade legislation, which created a statutory limit on pollutants admitted. Uh, The bill died in the Senate thanks to think tanks like Competitive Enterprise Institute trying to embarrass and undermine climate change research, and a 2009 University of East Uh, Anglia email hack that smeared the work of uh, climate change scientists. In 2010, the Coke Industries and Americans for Prosperity started a massive television and social media campaign to elect lawmakers that would ensure that the fossil fuel industry didn't have to worry about the new pollution regulations. They aimed to unseat Democratic lawmakers that had voted for the cap-and-trade bill, as well as sending a message to Republicans to stop supporting green legislation or else. And if you it's remember,
1: the Coke brothers, the Coke Industries, is a, they refine oil. That's their yeah. business. Yep.
0: And like, if, if you if, if those don't like about Coke brothers, like a lot of the worst uh, like, like financial uh, shit in the last couple of years has been ca- caused by them. They made the yeah. world a much worse place. Fuck them.
3: Yep. And if you remember, Republicans won the House majority in 2010, taking 63 seats from the Democrats um as a side note obama in 2013 told congress he'd deploy a provision of the clean air act in 1970 which gave the epa authority to issue regulations on carbon dioxide emissions but in 2014 lawyers and lobbyists of the manufacturing and industrial industry gathered together to see what they could do to stop this putting together a team of 28 state attorneys that would take the argument to the supreme court and guess what in 2016 the supreme court blocked the the regulation in a five to four vote showing again the importance of the justices we elect
0: yeah uh but uh, now because we have such a great system the supreme court system now we have those uh, for, for until they die we <laughs> have those judges
3: yep and uh another side note who did trump appoint to the head of the epa right now myron ebel who was a formerly a was... senior fellow to the competitive enterprise institute that Wait, tried who's... to smear the climate change research
2: i thought it was scott pruitt
1: me
3: too. Is it? Oh no, he's he's a uh, he's an EPA administrator. Oh okay. Uh. Yeah, and he's he's also someone. He was one of the twenty eight uh, state attorneys that took the argument to the Supreme Court, trying to undermine Obama's rule. Um, so that that's basically it. Was really. Push and funded by the Koch brothers to try and change the narrative, especially after, like, it failed with McCain. And there's a whole bunch of, like, if you look at the article, they use multiple example, examples of Republican lawmakers slowly walking back their stances on global warming and being more skeptical of, like, you know, it's happening, but, like, I don't know if it's man-made. I don't know if it's worth the cost of, like, uh, what it's doing to the industry. We need to support our coal miners. And they've just—Republicans in general have said— some stupid shitty things about it like uh first and foremost you have trump tweeting in 2012 the concept of global warming was created by and for the chinese in order to make u.s manufacturing non-competitive um oklahoma senator james inhofe pulled a snowball out of a bag and essentially said yeah we know 2014 was the warmest year on record but look here's a snowball how unseasonal
2: to quote Stephen Colbert, world, uh, world hunger doesn't exist. I had a sandwich for lunch today.
3: <laughs> uh, Michelle Bachman said carbon dioxide is portrayed as harmful, but there isn't even one study that can be produced that shows carbon dioxide is a harmful gas. It's a harmless <laughs> gas. It's natural. Uh,
0: oh, well, she's uh, notoriously stupid. So yeah,
1: uh, yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, oh, yeah, Michelle Bachmann. Yeah, <laughs> God, but I mean, it's like
0: it's the conversion of like the people who are supposed to be the reasonable type, like the McCain's and stuff. But again, that's she's the...
3: still in the government. This is still something like this isn't. I'm not pulling stupid people off Twitter. Uh, Mitch McConnell said, "For everybody who thinks the Earth is warming, I can find somebody who thinks it isn't," which is like g- good job. That's a <laughs> that's a great. Also, one.
1: yeah, he's a he's he's from Kentucky, which means he has to say. Coal all the way! Yep. You know, fuck yeah. renewables because that's all my people are
2: relying on a coal economy, so. Do you guys my people. know about why the EPA was founded in the first place? Why? So, Nixon created the EPA to appease the hippies so he could win his reelection, and then during his second term, he'd spent all of his energy trying to completely obstruct them at every point he could, and he said that they were the biggest threat to American what was it? American prosperity. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. I
1: always, I always thought it was interesting that, that uh, Nixon created the EPA. I, even if it's to appease people, it's like the, the idea of a Republican creating a, a regulatory administration. I know this is pre-Reagan, but it's still crazy.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I think I've seen people argue too that the EPA's bad because of Nixon, that he created it. It's just like, look at Democrats. They supported slavery in the 1800s. They're <laughs> yeah. evil at people, the core.
0: Uh, There's a lot of simplistic... Uh, ideas you can just... Like, it's all about the, what, what ideas get uh, memed, basically. Yeah, they
1: called themselves this back then, so they are the same as the people today, because mm-hmm. they have the same title, and therefore, blah, blah, blah.
3: Yep, always important to remember, too, if you want to like bash Republicans and look at what they were like in the early 1900s, that the, the party platform changes over time. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's, there's a whole bunch, there's a massive list, of quotes you can find of just any Republican basically saying they denied or trying their best to make it sound like it's a silly thing that isn't happening or that it is a liberal conspiracy that they're trying to push for like solar and wind energy worth yeah, noting oh,
1: that most of these guys do get significant campaign donations from the coal gas and oil industries oh yeah um and that probably colors their view on this
2: and you also have a bunch of voices in the i know these aren't they, these are no longer elected people or if they ever were at all Depending on who I'm talking about, but like Rick Santorum and fucking Rush Limbaugh is like you know all these libs they want they they want solar power, but what happens when the sun goes away or what if it's cloudy? Like, and I've seen Republicans like and like friends of mine that are Republicans share these things. Like, have you never seen a battery? Like, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, the people the the people who uh, the GOP members who opposed uh, Paris uh, climate change deal. In uh, total, they made, they made uh, $10 million from the, fo- you know, the fossil fuel industry and stuff like that, uh, which also makes me sad because that's how cheap our politicians are. Because that's not – in the grand scheme of things, $10 million to,
3: to sell to your entire
0: species isn't a
3: lot. Yeah. But they're not seeing it necessarily yeah. as selling the entire species, which is the biggest problem about climate change. Is there's a lot of people seeing it is not, a but bad. in general, uh, any issue. If you give uh, like there's some issues like if you look up uh,
0: very minor local issues, even like a donation of a thousand dollars from a private interest group will sway a vote. It is, our policies are like when I say spineless. I feel like it's a good thing to spineless because they give uh, kids to voters. <laughs> it's a bad thing because uh, the only care to voters when the, the demand is so huge that. They they bend, but generally they bend for like five bucks from a from the private Should industry. Should we turn
2: our podcast into a pack? I feel like we could raise a thousand dollars and buy a politician.
1: Yeah,
3: probably. <laughs> um, it'll be we'll slowly turn into like a bizarre social experiment. <laughs> Phil, tell me about Cole. <laughs>
1: Great transition, Daryl. Thanks. Uh, that's
3: that's been my only transition in like both podcasts. <laughs> I can see why you don't do it.
1: Uh. Uh, so <laughs> it it seems like uh, one of the big. Um, anti-climate change motivators is the coal industry. You'll hear Trump talk about this. You'll hear a lot of politicians say we have to save the coal jobs in the U.S. And with good reason because coal for forever... I mean, it's what powered the Industrial Revolution um, in both the United States and Europe. And for those of you, just a quick background on how this works. If you didn't know, every power plant basically works the same way. You are heating up water to make steam the steam goes through turbines, the turbines spin and make energy. This, this even includes, like, nuclear power plants. You're literally putting radioactive material in water, it heats it up, it boils it, and then it makes steam. So, what we do for coal power plants is we burn coal to boil water, to make steam, to make electricity. That seems um, so archaic to me. It, it, it literally is the first steam engine is what we're still using, even for nuclear power plants, because we haven't found a better way to make energy. Hmm. But that's a well
0: uh we are now but uh, well, well what another. do you think
1: even renewables are the same thing um so,
0: but no no but fracking is what they're moving towards now uh oh, yeah. trump's trump's uh one of his uh i forget what the position was but a top person in trump's uh cabinet said that uh coal doesn't make sense anymore and like now everyone's f- focusing on fracking now
1: but fracking still boils water it's like yeah it's,
0: but, it's, but it's not ideal but like even coal is getting outdated even by yes, standards and of I'm the talk industry. About
1: that um The average coal power plant makes about 3.5 million tons of carbon dioxide per year, and as Ryan said, that is greenhouse gas, it insulates heat, etc. There's also mercury and sulfur byproducts, um, which can leak into water sources, especially when your coal industry is unregulated and they can just dump it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's hard to measure the actual health impact, but we do know that it does increase respiratory problems.
2: It Um, also creates mutants like the Guthrie family. They're from coal miners. Right, Sly? Wow.
1: Oh yeah, from Mexico. <laughs> uh, uh. Well, actually, studies have shown that like a few hundred thousand babies per year—so just <laughs> showed that from the real—are yeah, born per year um, with lower IQ and uh, learning disabilities due to higher levels of mercury. That coal makes coal sense mines. with the
2: Guthrie family. Uh.
3: So uh. anyway,
1: um, quick history on the history of coal in the U.S. It was—it was and still is a pretty big industry a- around. The late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, there was over eight hundred thousand coal workers in the United States. It's been declining ever since the nineteen twenties, though. Um, what's interesting? Yeah, that's is a that, lot
3: for back then, too.
1: Yes, and what's interesting is that we've actually almost doubled production of coal since like nineteen eighteen. Um, the all-time high of coal production was actually two thousand eight, but in two thousand eight there were still only about eighty thousand jobs instead of eight hundred thousand. So we're at double production, but ten percent of the amount of jobs. And this is, is that pretty just obvious technology thing. And
2: automation yeah, and stuff?
1: it's one of those things that this is what we see in most fields. Um, I've
3: seen look at. I've seen it's gone down to like fifty thousand workers or power yeah, plant workers weird. from. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <Yep. laughs>
1: uh, it's okay. Uh,
3: and this is it's not okay, Dale. Fuck you. What you? This, this is podcast. my podcast now. I'm, I'm ruining <laughs> Phil's segment.
1: Um, it, and this is something you see in in a lot of industries. Like we have more food than ever, but the amount of people working in agriculture in 1700 was like ninety percent, and now it's like. 2%, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and we still have more food than before. It's because of automation and technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, as Daryl was just saying, coal mining in 2016, and this includes even support jobs. It doesn't mean you're a miner. If you look at the Bureau of it Labor Statistics... It includes adults, too. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a miner, if you're a musician. Uh, anyone who is a support staff in the coal industry, altogether, including the miners themselves... 53,000
2: so uh, employees, not a lot of
1: which is – it's not a lot of people. Uh, it's hard It's not to
2: a f- lot of – I mean, it is a lot of people, but it's not a lot of people to make global policy based off of. Yes. yes.
3: Um, Especially because to, like, I've seen uh, reports that there's twice that amount working in, like, uh, the renewable energy sector. It's like actually, London, it's even somewhere. more than that. Yeah, the amount
2: think... of coal jobs we've lost since Obama took took his presidency – is I think half of the amount of solar jobs we've gained but overall it's a much bigger than double industry
0: yeah and yeah that's something that, you, that the neoliberals uh point out you know the ones that, like capitalism in defense of leftist idea, ideas uh they say like even in terms of a capitalist pr- perspective um it's, uh, the, the markets are going towards renewable anyway so why are we sticking with this antiquated anti- technology and not becoming the, the forefront leaders of this new market uh, are, are, and you, I think,
2: are you going to talk more about fracking and natural gas
0: uh, yeah a little okay. bit
1: um, so uh, it's hard to find actually good numbers on a lot of these things because you either find an article that's like uh, the numbers vary wildly depending on either they're pro coal or anti coal but I just went straight to the, like, the raw data at the Bureau of Labor Statistics um, so I found those 53,000 jobs Um, in recent years, coal has gone from being a majority of the way we produce our electricity to being about a third in 2005, even it was 50% of all electricity in the U S was made by coal by 2016. It's down to 30% and still dropping. Um, like you guys said, solar jobs in the U S take up about 250,000 people again, 53,000 in coal, 250,000 in solar.
2: Yeah. That's a huge difference.
1: Some people will say, you know, it's not just those jobs, though, like, if you are in a coal town, like, the the restaurants and stores nearby, like, get business from it, too, because the, the towns were made up on coal mines. Um, so you kind of have to let those towns die, and then what do you do with the people who live there? It's, it is compl- it's more complicated than just 53,000 people lose their jobs. As, that's why statistics
0: like never fully give you the full picture yeah. because like like imagine like your town just stops but existing. What, are they, much. what
2: do they want? We keep making coal just to make it like even if nobody wants to buy it. Here is the thing though, because uh, like uh, th- uh, like th- these are
0: uneducated masses, these fucking plebs. No, but uh, <laughs> they're, 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 they 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 uh, they. They did not like they're not having the right messages sent to them. The messages sent to them are people by, by people like Trump saying we'll protect your jobs at any cost. The, the Hillarys and the globalists are ruining taking your jobs.
3: It's about what the, this is a side note. Yeah. I feel like it's so bizarre, especially because a huge Republican talking point is pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You know, you have to like forge your own path, but the government
1: can regulate your job away from you, is how they feel. Like, yeah. they feel oh, that's like what they that's...
3: feel that they're doing is that they're being robbed of it. Yeah, that coal. That, that's that. They feel, and like, I feel coal, globalism
0: like globalism is like globalism. Uh, like uh, globalism is like the government basically giving all all our all the money overseas to China and stuff like that, and and weakening our our, our workers here and shit okay. like that. Yeah,
1: a lot of people feel like the coal industry has been in decline because of government regulation. When really, there's a lot of reasons why coal's in decline. Um, largely natural gas has become a lot cheaper, and when natural gas becomes cheaper, that's a direct competitor to coal. Coal yeah. prices have to drop to compete. There's less demand for coal.
2: I have uh, to say though, every yeah. populist message kind of comes to the same thing like even though so m- the majority of our jobs have been lost to automation even bernie k- banked a lot on like trade agreements or taking all our jobs away when,
0: yep. well that, that is there is some truth to that because no, there's, a lot there's of some
2: truth to that but from what i've gathered the it's automation is more of why people are losing their jobs
0: now it is more before for, since the 90s uh, when naft and shit like that started getting in place uh, they have statistics on this, and, and Neil Little's point these six out. Saying, "See, this is a good thing," because. Uh, uh, but all, uh, all
2: I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, like, it's not just the Trumps that are, like, scapegoating job loss. Yeah. Like, no, like but the
0: but point. but. The, but the, but the, the automations are becoming a factor now while uh global uh globalism hurting uh, uh you know local unions and shit like that that's been a trend yeah, since the 90s yeah but like bernie so. didn't
2: run in the 90s he ran last year
0: i know but like uh bernie's but like that's still a factor it's not like now we're doing the aftermath of that fact it's not like now uh, now the question is how we go step forward but uh, it's not like all those jobs went away and no, like I, they're I, not I totally still going. I agree.
2: I just wanted to point out that it's not a strictly right wing issue.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. no, for
2: sure. And and the global economy
1: changing is also what's doing this. Like Sly was saying, not just trade deals, but the fact that countries like China now have skyrocketed coal production, which again saturates the market and, and the atmosphere. The <laughs> pr- <laughs> yeah, and reduces the price of coal. Um, now that renewables are getting cheaper, again direct competition for coal. Just in general, the coal industry is on the decline for a lot of these reasons. Uh, Trump has been pointing out, like, you'll never believe it's unheard of in the modern times, but a new mine is opening up in Pennsylvania, right? You heard about this, maybe. Yeah. Um, it's, he, th- that's true, but this, there are different kinds of coal, um, and the mine that's opening up in Pennsylvania is for metallurgical coal. that That's coal to make steel, not for electricity. Yeah. Uh, because the steel-making type of coal, which is a minority of it, um, normally we get it from Australia but their production has been low this year and China had a higher than normal demand for that type of coal because they want more steel this year so the price of it has tripled so this mine is opening up to sell not electricity making coal but steel making coal which is a very very small minority so this, this mine opening up has literally nothing to do with the Paris Accord, it has nothing to do with Trump policies There's a the market has a high demand for steel right now and so the the coal that makes steel is being demanded. Um, and, and to be the, to, to be the neoliberal capitalist lover here, the market, like you guys were saying, is naturally shifting towards renewables. It's people like the Cokes who are like, no, this is where I get my money from. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to hold the market hostage basically, even though as solar gets cheaper, it, it becomes such a more efficient solar wind water becomes like, this is going to be the, the, economic and efficient way to power countries. It's it's, yeah, it's not gonna like, be cold. If you
2: put solar panels on your house and you're in a good location and everything, you don't have to pay anybody for electricity anymore. I
1: think within seven or eight years um, solar panels pay for themselves. It's yeah. it is a it is the upfront investment, but but governments, since they're large entities, have the ability to subsidize kind of, that. Yeah, and, and and run that and place that kind of infrastructure. They can they confront the cost. And to back up Phil's neoliberal uh, bullshit, um,
0: also a lot of the current industry leaders are, are not fully happy with the change, the past change yep, either. Yep, including
3: ExxonMobil and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> a lot of the, like Exxon Mobil, uh, they had they had a vote for shareholders where they're like, uh, "No, we need to be more open about the danger of our, our research." Because they did, they uh, believe me, like the people uh, in industry leaders, they know about climate change, they know because uh, yeah. they, well, they fucking
2: fuck. To... the secretary of state was against leaving.
0: Yeah, because they they do R and D into these into these issues because to, to plan their markets up ahead in future and stuff like that, and so they're they voted to be more open about their research, and also like other industries, like they already started uh, adjusting the, their companies to uh, fit the climate change agreement, and now like to change it back will be more costlier, you know, like it's 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 like a uh, like it's not even benefiting anyone besides like pieces of shit like the Koch brothers who are like purely in that industry and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: and, and you know, at the end of the day, like. Can Trump's policies bring back some coal jobs? Maybe a little, but the the estimates again varies wildly depending on what you're looking at.
2: And those jobs might be gone in two years anyway.
1: Yeah, that's the thing is yeah. like it, it it they can honestly bring back f- some probably, but what is? It, are you not just delaying the like delaying the inevitable there? Yeah, it's it, a- you know it sucks it, if you're the person to lose your job. Like you're like I don't fucking care about the inevitable right now. I can't pay my bills. But are we going to as you guys said like ruin the country's economy and uh kill the species because you know, some a very small percentage of the population is suffering. Maybe government should help retrain them into different uh yeah,
2: industries. But do these people still think that in fifty years we're gonna be mining coal? I, I don't but know. But that's what I was
0: going to say about what Phil said about the government should retrain. That's the kind of message that uh the smart, the the good elites uh should be doing where they, they, they message shit like that, like oh, you maybe need your job, but we're going to be giving you, uh new training and better careers and stuff I like mean, that. Obama might not issues. have messaged
2: it properly, but he did invest heavily in like that kind of thing. But, but yeah, but that's the problem,
0: with Obama. Like Billy Pulpit again, like he never yeah, fucking no, I, bragged I about that. And shit. and
2: it's not
1: just for him. I, I'm gonna say to criticize him is he. Hurt coal, and he hurt coal, and then subsidizes renewables. But for the people losing their jobs in coal, there's no transition process. Yeah. The way, what he did was yeah. put moratoriums on coal companies buying any land or expanding businesses. So for them, it's like I'm losing my job. Meanwhile, somewhere else, someone's getting a solar job. There was no like, yeah. people, people don't worry. We we will transition our economy. And
0: and, and the coal Brothers are capitalizing on those facts yeah. and advertising that while Obama's not advertising the good facts. Yeah, packs,
1: absolutely. Like, so. yeah. Um, so that's basically it for coal. It is on the decline and probably will remain that way forever. Even, even, um, though this is a, con- a point of contention among hippies and leftists in general, um, nuclear is becoming, um, a bigger percentage of the, uh, overall energy production of the country. And, yeah. um, it's, it's, it is actually clean for the most part. Yeah, it doesn't nuclear is a lot
2: cleaner and safer than people think it is. Yeah, despite
0: all the stereotypes they have on Simpsons and stuff like that, the big uh, problem
1: is it does produce nuclear waste, which has to be stored somewhere, and the farther you have to store it, the more chance of a truck accident, which is radioactive spills. However, it, if things go well, it doesn't produce any uh, pollution, and also, uh, a
0: lot of people remember, like, the bad nuclear uh, reactor uh, incidents. Like Chernobyl. Like, Chernobyl. Chernobyl, <laughs> Chernobyl, something like that. Fukushima. But, 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 but our regulations have gone sh-
2: Chernobyl was caused by uh, manga-playing Nazis, anyway.
3: Yeah, Red Mercury. <laughs> They were trying to make the perfect Meijong pieces.
0: But a lot, a lot of our, uh, a lot of our technology and stuff has improved since those years. And supposedly, uh, from what I've read, it's safer. Uh, any p- plants produced now are safer. But the plants
1: we're using, a lot of them are from the seventies. Yeah. Well, so like so. a, actually, a majority are from the seventies, which is a problem. Yeah. But uh,
2: to bring it back to what I was saying before, if we do have a nuclear accident, we might get more X Men.
1: That's
0: Let's oh yeah, that's that. more goofries. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh. So what about we've been mentioning the Paris Accords constantly, but we never actually said what they are.
0: Yeah. So uh, the Paris uh, Climate Agreement was this agreement uh, during Obama's term where everyone agreed to reduce their carbon emissions. It happened like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, near near the tail end of Obama. Obama's presentation, should be clear. And uh, so I'm gonna just let me be clear. Just to be Let me be clear. And uh, just to uh, to illustrate the. Uh, uh actual uh assumptions of the of the bill um uh, i'm going to read an article by the washington post about uh, that fact checks president trump's claims on the deal that he made during his speeches uh trump says the united states uh was being treated fairly by the, by the uh agreement but the nations involved in the agreement also set their own plans for long emissions so like he's saying we were being treated unfairly when we were the ones that set our emissions But standards. Obama did not him yeah so. yeah
3: but
2: uh, so he was being treated unfairly by obama i guess yeah
3: which is his running message forever yes.
0: and but, but that also means that trump can change his plan whenever he wants to he doesn't have to pull out but um, the way trump is treating it like he, he wants to renegotiate the entire deal and everyone else to renegotiate with him when all he has to do is change his, enti- his own fucking and plan and the rest Part- of
2: the eu said like we're not going to renegotiate fuck you. yeah but like it
0: like it, but that's just to me he has no idea what the fuck the plan even works or yeah. is or anything and he said uh, Trump complained that we are spending tens of billions on the green while China and India spent nothing. Uh, and the article points out that we produce more than double the carbon dioxide of China eight times eight times that of India, and we've only spent one billion of the three billion we've, we pledged, and not uh, tens of billions that Trump is claiming.
3: It's it's worth noting that us saying that we produce double it's per capita. China yeah, produces we, more right. because more they us. have more yeah. people yeah. and more land, right? And more yeah, but per capita. Yeah,
0: uh And. So, uh, the, the Trump also claims that we're going to spend 100 billion, uh, to give 100 billion to uh, developing countries, but the plan only gives 10 billion to these yeah, developing so countries. That,
2: so that money that we make, one of the things that it goes to, it goes to the UN's efforts to help developing nations develop cleaner technology because, like, we have the infrastructure where we could implement those solar projects, where like developing countries don't. This mm-hmm. is one of the big yeah.
1: one of the big criticisms, which I I can almost understand, is that people feel like. Um, we, w- the Paris Accords gives, it puts countries like the U.S. and Britain and Western Europe, um, in a place where we have to do a bigger obligation than developing nations. But it's not binding, we don't have it's, to. It's not, I, I know, it's not binding, but but it, it's, people see this as a kind of like affirmative action, where it's like, well, just because we had it better in the past, but people, what people don't realize is the reason that the U.S. and Britain world powers is because they industrialized, they polluted, they destroyed the environment, they
2: produced carbon, yes. and then and we, we got rich off. Enslaved people from these countries. Yeah, but, but even even
1: after that, even after the even after the slavery thing, like we we got rich off of polluting, and now we're like, hey, we can't go to a country that's poor and say you guys can't industrialize and, and make pollution. Mm-hmm. We already did that yeah. and got rich off it. And I yeah. know a lot of people feel like, but they're stuck in, like, the now. Like, now it's not fair that I don't get a job and a black guy does because it's affirmative action, but it's, yeah. it's trying to correct a, a, a much bigger historical problem where if India didn't get to industrialize and now they're always going to play second fiddle to Britain, how can we not let them yeah. industrialize?
0: Yeah, I'm actually going to get to that. That's why Nicaragua yeah. uh, bowed out. But um, Trump complained that we are being prevented by building more coal plants, but against non-bindings so nothing is preventing it. Uh, and like and like we talked about, coal plants are dying because the markets are moving towards fracking. That's the only reason why. I, oh yeah, and the person who, who who said the markets are moving towards fracking was Gary Cohn, Trump's financial advisor. So even Trump's financial advisor saying it's the fucking markets. The markets are saying coal makes no sense. Fuck you, fucking idiots. Fuck. <laughs> so, quick,
3: I'm sure he uh, said that directly you, to Trump. Oh yeah, yeah, I
1: forgot
0: fracking.
2: Can you just quickly uh, yeah. define what fracking is for the audience?
1: Hydrofracking is when you uh, basically pump certain chemicals into the ground to get natural gas up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it makes natural gas. Um, much cheaper because there's more of it and it has been a whole controversy over the um potential side effects if the if those chemicals leach into groundwater and stuff like that yeah
0: yeah, yeah fracking isn't like the oh like uh the fucking environmental no. uh, <laughs> great, yeah. uh safe haven but, but like even the fact that uh, even the regressive market forces are I say regressive I mean like the people who don't want to go to renewable energies even though even those forces are not like interesting coal shows how fucking yeah. stupid uh, interesting yeah, coal exactly. is and so, uh, Trump quotes that 2.7 million jobs will be lost by 2025, according to the National Associates. The group was funded by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, a right-wing think tank. And these, these numbers also assume we will live up to Obama's pledge of a 26-28% to 20% reduction, which no political analyst thinks we will. And Trump uh, said the cost of the economy will be nearly $3 trillion over 10 years, according to the same source, but the source claimed it was over 20 years, not 10 years, and so it's actually going to be a 6% reduction. And uh, there's also Trump also quoted an article saying the current reductions will only produce a 0.2 less warming by uh, 2100, according to the Massachusetts Institute of Technology,
2: which is true. I can't remember the last time I saw a study that said by
0: 2100. And he says, "Oh, this, it's too small to be worth the jobs and money." But the point of that uh, research was to say that we
1: should do more and extend our pledge and not go back on our pledge. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what but, I find really funny about the whole debate is like. It's, this is a very basic non, it's not enough Yeah. Yeah. from what most models predict. It's just like, it's the first step in the whole world saying, let's, it's like the, the salt, uh, you know, the nuclear disarmament treaties between the U S and Russia. It's not, yeah, there's still going to be nukes and nuclear war still on on the horizon. It's a step though. to start saying, let's start working towards this common goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: also the whole world coming together in an unprecedented agreement to just acknowledge that there's a problem.
0: Well, that, that's uh, what I was going to transition to, which is my second article by Washington Post, why Nicaragua didn't join the agreement, and it ties into all the stuff we mentioned before. And, like, uh, like, most people acknowledge that it's not really uh, going to do much in terms of fixing the climate change agreements, just that this is a step. But to contrast, Trump's claim that this is such a radical fucking thing, uh, Nicaragua, like, like we mentioned Nicaragua bowed out because they filled it not go far enough they said the agreement is non-binding like we mentioned many times, it's not binding there's no punishment for countries not living up to their commitment and the goal uh, is supposed to limit he, the Nicaragua claims the goal is supposed to limit the global temperature increase to 2 degrees Celsius but the mission targets will largely uh, result in a 3 to 4 degrees increase and Nicaragua is going to be one of the countries that will suffer from the increase in, in temperature and it says this will result in many deaths it's our world and we do not want to be a part of it so like they're saying like they're making like a stance yeah. saying like you're doing basically nothing to help us so fuck you we're not gonna sign your stupid agreement but according to Trump this is too much I've seen agreement. so many
2: people that supported Trump leaving saying like pointing out all the flaws of the Paris agreement and I'm like if these are the flaws you care about he's doing the opposite thing like yeah I am too to? yeah. it's
3: just it's crazy that there's so many people that like or that there are people out there that are like, the Paris Agreement was a bad deal. It's just awful. We need stricter and tighter regulations. It's like, Trump isn't going to do that, though. His campaign isn't about, let's have stricter regulations on carbon emissions. It's these the, are the opposite.
2: Same, yeah, these are the same people that want Obamacare repealed in for the American Healthcare Act because they're complaining about things that, like, will be
3: worse I now. I feel like if they were saying that and they supported uh, single-payer health care... And they wanted yeah, but, Obamacare repealed.
2: Yeah, but, like, a yeah. lot of these people aren't that deep into the policy.
1: And a lot of people don't realize, like, like what is a few degrees, right? Like people don't understand, like, oh, it's just warmer all year. It's, it's the, the rise in sea level will displace, like, people are freaking out about the Syrian refugee crisis because of Syrian civil war. The amount of people that you have to put somewhere, which is, it is a daunting task. The amount of people would that would be displaced from, A, uh, rising sea levels, that so, so you're, Part of the world is underwater, and B de- yeah. desertification as more land becomes desert, which a lot of it has been becoming, and droughts and shit. Yeah. That was gonna happen. Those people have to leave, and they have to go somewhere else. And yeah, like gonna have Florida.
3: There's a lot of people. Literally, there that have to go millions else.
1: of people that are going to be refugees and yeah miami and like uh, places like that are going to be underwater in a few in like uh, 20 30 years and shit like that and and even if it's not as um some people are like well it's not going to be as quick as people thought you know the estimates or whatever people are still going over time to lose their homes become displaced and we're going to lose food
2: sources as well as these places yeah go none over of those are reasons con- why we should loosen regulations <laughs>
3: This dilemma yeah. is going to really, really affect great grandchildren. This is going to, yep. like, they're going to be in knee deep in this stuff. We're going to get Literally. to die before, like, we will be in the, the heart of it, of what global in- warming is. If, if,
0: if, we're, if we're lucky, we, we, we don't know, like, how fast these things are going to develop. Yeah. Sly's also going to
1: live a, forever
2: at a spike. A two degree
1: <laughs> increase um, is going to potentially kill 20 to 30% of the world's species. Uh, I mean, this is like, the, the ecosystem damage here that's going to be done is not just, it's going to be warmer all the time, it's like, it it's so monumental that people do not understand why this is not going to, it's not going to, it's going to be a, a, not just an environmental crisis, it's going to be a, a governmental, a societal crisis as these people yeah. lose food, they run out of, I mean, you can, like, historians even talk about how um, the medieval warming period, there was like a period where um, it's, it's noticeable that the temperature went up and it, it had profound societal reach, and this was like a 0.4% no, point four degree increase in the yeah. in the medieval times so like nine hundred to twelve hundred, um, and that was like point two to point four, and that affected the entire world economy. Um, and that's the
0: thing that scares me the most. Like out of out of anything, like we, we think about we have all the the trivial not, not trivial, but like we have we have res, we have wars over resources like oil and and shit like that. Imagine we, the wars are going to be held for resources like water and yeah. food. Yeah.
3: Well, ideally, we wouldn't need to have those wars if we can plan accordingly and come together and agree on things.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, time is
3: uh, quickly running out. And and a lot of
0: scientists already are saying, like... Uh, like, the, the bad effects are going to happen. The question is how bad they're mm-hmm. going to be. Like, that's that the, it's right past the point where we can stop it anyway. The question is, like, can we mitigate it th- to certain degree? Right.
1: If you, I mean, I know there are going to be people who maybe not from our group because we have like no audience, but if we had a lot of people listening, we would have some people who would be like, this is alarmist. This is, you know, it, it's not as bad as Al Gore was saying in an in inconvenient truth. It, it, it doesn't, I'm going to say that I don't think it matters. Um, if it's even if it's only twenty percent of what people are predicting, should we not make steps to pr- a prevent that twenty percent and b be sh- ju- we should be sure that these people are alarmists even if they are alarmists we should be sure that this stuff won't happen.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, that- uh, here's here's the argument though that I take like I totally agree with you, Phil. Here's the argument I take: if we are wrong and we do all the things we want to do, oh, we accidentally everyone has clean energy and like there's no there's less pollution. If they're wrong, we all die. I'll yeah, take but the, a, yeah.
1: the other argument is that it's not just, oh, we're wrong and then everyone has clean energy. They're gonna be like hundreds of thousands of people lose their jobs, they can't feed their families, we have a depression.
2: But at the 100, same 100, time hundred thousand
1: people lose their jobs, hundred thousand people lose their lives.
2: Yeah, and also right. hundreds right. of thousands of people get different jobs in different fields. Like, it's not like we're just like nobody work. We're not saying ban all cars. Yeah, it's just uh,
1: automa- we 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 can have a whole episode on automation, but automation makes oh, that a big. We should, make a, we should
0: definitely have that episode on automation because yeah. that's a really. Uh, this is like
1: the problem of the future. Be up besides yes. climate change, I think. Yep. But yeah.
3: that's yep. That's yeah. That's another
1: time.
0: So I was yeah.
3: gonna say yeah. it's not just the government that's killing coal; it's automation and renewable energy.
0: Yeah. It's all it's the fact that capitalism isn't built to uh, sustain a transition to an automated economy. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like what happens yeah. when really, all the fast food chains get automated? What happens when yeah. everything gets automated? Everything, yeah. when every job yeah. is not automated. entertainment, not podcasts. Um, unless, unless people really do like having robots, YouTubers. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: you'll see. I, there's that. There's that really big that that viral CGP Grey video on on automation that you should check out if you haven't. Called "Humans Need Not Apply." did they talk about like machines created like music yeah, and it's
0: yeah, gonna happen eventually because we already have like robotic processes for making like movie music and shit it's like not that, just
1: like. it, we think of automation as being this like uh, just mechanical labor thing but it's replacing yeah. like most of the stock market is done by, by bots yeah. most of you can, they, they yeah. have doctor bots that can most of our twitter followers
2: you. are bots you know
1: yeah, exactly. Like,
0: like, like people say, like we'll never replace the, the ingenuity of the human spirit, and like you know, you can you will have, we'll have we might have those like uh, uh, really avant-garde artistic stuff. But what I'm afraid of is like uh, like composers and shit like that bitch about the industries. Like now they're being stifled to fit like the norms of the industry. And they're all making the same. Yeah, music kids anymore. these days with their beat boop music, you know, <laughs> but like but like. Uh, uh, Eventually, a robot can eventually compose, calculate what the industry is doing and compose the same type of music and that'll be serviceable enough for uh, capitalist That's fucking... Is, I don't think it will
2: replace art, but it'll be serviceable enough to replace a lot of mainstream Yeah, exactly. like, movie scores. And yeah, stuff we're like going to talk about yeah.
1: indie people here. We're talking about the mainstream that consumes things. Anyway. Okay. This, anyway this we're is getting kind of yeah. off track. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Does yeah. anybody have anything else to add about Global warming? Oh.
1: oh, we're going to die. <laughs> okay. Well, that was that was obvious already, but...
2: yeah.
0: Well, we have the healthcare, we're all going to die. We have the global warming, we're all going to die. Pro- that's the team-running team of the yeah. series. Well, and
3: now automation, we're all going to die from robots.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah, The robots are just going to take over. It's going to be Terminator 2, except instead of the nuclear war, it's going to be global climate change and animation. Yeah, and instead of
2: him falling into lava, he is... Uh... Spoilers. He's falling into just the rising ocean levels. That'd be funny if yeah. we
3: had like a Democrat president in office, and our podcast gets way more optimistic and lighthearted because we're not being bombarded constantly with <laughs> idiocy.
0: I did not from slide. Oh no, no, that's 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 a fucking fly That's why I got to smell Obama because I, I the peddling of a false hope. Okay, well, false. this is well, save of, this I, for next. Yeah, episode, yeah, let's fly.
3: go. <laughs> it's, it's, these are all topics. Save talk this about for the false hope <laughs> episode.
0: Yeah, the audacity of hope coming soon. So, uh,
2: if you're feeling totally hopeless and alarmist, uh, as of this morning, I announced something that I am going to do. And it is, if you want all the details, it's on the Comrade Radio blog. But it's called Comics for Causes, and I will, anyone that donates money to progressive candidates or progressive causes, the charities that we recommended were Planned Parenthood, Doctors Without Borders, and the ACLU, and you post in our facebook group or tweeted us with the hashtag comics for causes i'll send you free comic books that's it there's no catch there's nothing just send me proof can I donate and you don't send me comics?
1: I don't want. Yes,
2: me. I our first <laughs> donation as of this afternoon. I always send you comic where you like it or not. You're gonna
0: get fucking Nemesis is issue number one and you're gonna fucking read it.
2: As, it. Of, uh, as of today, we got our first donation was a thirty dollars donation to Planned Parenthood with the caption "Send this book to somebody else, please." <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. you know, but <laughs> it's it's that just trying to do something, you know. Yeah, yes. there are
1: organizations out there that do want to make the world a better place, and it is good to support them. Yes. Um, and and like I said earlier, individual actions can... We, we say, like, yeah, the U.S. government is not part of the Paris Accords. We, as individuals, can make steps towards... Uh, saving the environment ourselves. Well, well, now that our government has bowed out of making a substantial
0: change, now a lot of our local shit yes. is stepping up, so that's what we should on. Yeah, New York, California, of,
3: yeah, and Washington yeah. all said that they would agree to the Paris even though deals. Even yeah. though Trump... Yeah, the places that don't make coal. But Trump <laughs> name-dropped
2: Pittsburgh in his speech, and the mayor of Pittsburgh said, we will follow the Paris Agreement. Yeah.
0: But like, but like not, not just this issue But like other issues Like I feel like uh we we rest to like the early years Before the Executive order times Where everyone, the executive people Would uh, make the changes Now we're, Everything has to be done At the local level And pushed upwards In my yeah. opinion
3: Which is how, how It was done I've heard The the, con- the crazy theory That this is Actually Trump Is a true Republican Because this is what He's trying to do Is he's trying to give power Back to the state levels
0: Yeah Well he kind of, he's kind of Working I guess I <laughs>
2: guess
3: yeah so uh you know? yeah
2: and also you know while you're donating to charity why don't you pop into itunes and donate to our charity by leaving a review <laughs> and join our facebook group it's oops i Talk device of issues and also go to comrade radio.com and check out all the other shows i mentioned falling in love montage earlier and they are the best you should listen to them helen and valerie are wonderful
1: they're the best better than us they're better than us that's yeah. for sure we saw oh, well, that's, that's easy i guess <laughs>
2: And uh, that's all I got. Anybody got anything else? Nope. Cool.
0: Thank you all for listening to Upside Talk Politics. I've been Trump's financial vi- advisor saying, fuck you, coal doesn't work anymore.
1: I've been the
2: Guthrie family.
3: I've been a podcast bot. And I've been skeptical that global warming is man-made, and now I'm head of the APA.
0: We'll send the podcast.
2: radio.com independent podcasting network.